Hello, and welcome to 19 Hits the Dragon, the show of Dungeons and Dragons, tabletop RPGs, and nerd culture in general. I am your host, typically, Mike Daniel. Um, tonight, however, I am stepping or sitting behind the screen um, as we bring you a very special holiday episode to round out 2021. Uh, with some of our guests returning and uh, here to, to have a good time and, and roll some dice. How's everybody doing tonight? Excellent. Fantastic. Fans. He took mine. I'll say great. I was going to say fantastic. <laughs> All right. Great. Um, well, yeah, so we will get the chance to uh, get let everyone introduce themselves and their character here in just a moment. But first, I'd like to take a second to set the scene of where our adventure takes place. Mitten is a cozy village far to the north of the continent. It sits nestled in the forest, uh, in the shadow of a uh, ridge of mountains blocking this village uh, from the frozen wastes of the north. Um, it is uh, currently the first night of the solstice, one of the longest nights of the year, especially in Midden, this far north. Um, you all have been enjoying some end-of-year festivities as the Yule gathering uh, has just recently ended in the, the, uh, the town square. Um, and we uh, zoom in, so to speak, um, on our adventures as they wander away from the festivities, bellies full of good food and good drink. Um, it is beginning to snow ever so lightly. There's a uh, brisk breeze on the air. Um, and I'd like to kind of go around and have everyone Tell us who their character is and what they are doing, how they are strolling along with their their companions. Hi, I am uh, Conan Liberian, and uh, today here in the village of Mitten is Bucky, the seasonal character actor. Uh, Bucky has an unfortunate past he's not entirely proud of, but he's trying to turn a new leaf and he he uses his ill-gotten skills to, well, impersonate and imagine and bring to life different seasonal beloved figures. So uh, he is in a very festive red and white suit. It doesn't quite fit him very well. He's got very obviously pillows stuffed under various places to make him seem rather bulky. 
you can see uh, red hair and a slight red mustache sticking out from under a hat. Uh, and he's generally just yelling out jolly things and happy things to people nearby. Uh, you notice him occasionally brushing a little too close into a few people. Um, and I don't know how well we all know each other, but you have a suspicion that it's not always to impart season's greetings as much as to gain some seasonal gains. Hello, everyone. I'm Ryan Johnson, a.k.a. RJ Questgiver on Twitter. Tonight I'm playing Ren, or Adarin. She is uh, she's from the village of Mitten, and she's been, uh, despite her her young age of 20, she's been head of household since uh, since her parents mysteriously disappeared. She's been having to care for two younger siblings, so despite all the joy and revelry happening at this uh, Yuletide gathering, she's got a pretty serious demeanor concerned about putting food on the table in the weeks and months to come up here in these far northern climes. She carries her father's woodcutting axe with her for protection and as a reminder uh, to the love and, and example he set for her. So yeah, she's she's here. She's she's probably more of the, maybe the dower, the dower one in the group. Um, you know, slow to slow to laugh, uh, always kind of peering into the shadows, making sure something terrible is not about to occur. This is my sound elf, aka Christian Borche. Uh, I am playing this evening a variant human from Chandatha, uh, Zonald, X, like a. Uh, X and then Donald, so Zonald. And uh, I'm a war domain cleric. I find myself in Mitten because of the small uh, temple to Tempest. And he's on a quest to become more um, uh, more favorable uh, in, uh, in his deity's eyes. He's really suspicious of people, but... Um, the, uh, the, the, the acolytes uh, and the clerics uh, at Tempest have uh, helped him uh, push out and meet some new people. And so I've met uh, these particular folks here in Mitten. And, uh, and so I've been asked to find some, some uh, worthy uh, folks and uh, spread uh, Tempest's uh, mes message of, um, of justice and honor. And so I find myself uh, amidst uh, this particular group, willing to protect anything uh, that befalls us. Angelus is a black tabaxi uh, who wanders through life uh, much as one would wander through a graveyard, uh, with uh, littered with uh, the death of meaning, just like the coffins are littered with the dead. Uh, and. Uh, just tries to find any uh, any kind of sense of purpose as the uh, death of the year draws near uh, and is probably associated with uh, his companions uh, if only because he he knows that the death of self is the the getting to know of others uh, and so he's trying to kill himself through the definition of that friendship And I am Alex from Two Weeks One Shot. Uh, I'm around Twitter as at 
uncle underscore andros i don't know if we're giving out our twitter names it's like my superhero name uh <laughs> i'm i'm playing everett the transgressor uh everett is doing his best to put his villainous ways behind him because right he's he's evil 364 days of the year he's evil but only one night and people suddenly are all good What's the what's the point of being evil when it can all be undone in one night by getting on a on a good list? So he finds himself in Mitten. Uh, he is now a logger. Uh, that's why he's a level four wizard and a level one fighter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and and right, he's just trying to trying to learn how how the spirit of joy can undo so much evil all throughout the year. All right. Uh, well, yeah, as this um, rather diverse group of companions uh, is uh, making their way, um, probably making their way home for for the evening after the uh, the festivities have uh, have wrapped wrapped up. Um, you all hear a uh, a shriek um, that is quickly muffled. From somewhere nearby, um, and it sort of echoes out uh, along the uh, the alleyways and and uh, off of the, the homes that are nearby. Um, everybody, give me a perception check. Sure thing. I'd like to know if this is more animal or more human. Mm-hmm. That's that's a, what the perception check is for. That's a twenty-two for me. Angelus 30. has got a 16. 20. Yeah, okay. uh, brace yourselves, because Everett rolled a 9. <laughs> I got you beat with a 7. Ooh, Excellent. Oh, so close. Excellent. <laughs> uh, Rin, the ever-suspicious, um, is maybe distracted uh, by the uh, sounds of the, the shriek, um, as is uh, Everett. Everyone else, though, is able to identify this pretty easily. It sounds like um, a cry of a small child, um, and it sounds like it got muffled pretty quickly, as though they were maybe yelling out and then a hand put over their mouth or something along those lines to silence them. Um, and it's, you think, especially um, Bucky and Zonald with your very high perception rolls, you think this is somewhere pretty close by, uh, maybe you know just around the corner from where you're at right now. Uh, I'm going to, without hesitation, I'm going to say, friends, child's in need, away. And I'm going to take off toward the voice. I'm going to speak the, I'm gonna say the command word for my, my outfit. And you hear him mumble to himself, Yulog. And the outfit that he's wearing, this very obviously low-rent mall Santa outfit, changes more into a, if you know Krumpus, more of like a rickety, kind of haggard, mean-looking Santa. Kind of morphs into that. So while there's no physical, there's no... uh, attribute bonus to it. He just, he wants to look a little mean if he's going to be rushing into danger. Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. (laughs) Indeed. 
Uh, is everybody else following after Bucky as he charges off? Sure. Yeah, yeah Arnold does the same thing. <clears throat> Let's go. All right. Uh, and you uh, you rush off and round the corner. Um, and as you do so, uh, Bucky and Zonald are the first to see this, but everyone else uh, coming around after them would spot this easily enough as well. There are uh, four little men um, in the, uh, the road here. Uh, and when I say little, I mean like they are uh, small size categories. So they're about like three and a half feet tall. Um, all of them with like bushy white beards and a red uh, sock cap. Um, and between the four of them, there are two big lumpy bags that are kind of moving around a little bit. Uh, and at, uh, at each bag, one of the one of these little men is quickly tying off uh, a rope or uh, some sort of binding to keep the bag closed. Um, and when you uh, step around the corner, uh, the two of them that are not busy tying the bags uh, sort of take a defensive stance. And one of them uh, that is... Um, He's got a bunch of like uh, pots and pans sort of strapped to his his body, like his his chest and torso. And he's also got a frying pan in one of his hands. Um, he, he holds it up like a, a club almost um, and takes like kind of a, a defensive stance. Uh, and he's like, ah, boys, we've been spotted. And the other three uh, will begin to take some uh, defensive stances as well. I am going to draw my hand crossbows. Yep, my battle axe comes out. I'm ready to roll for initiative. All right. Yeah, I think it is time to roll for initiative then. Awesome. And, uh... Wait, what if we're just attacking a bunch of chefs in the forest? <laughs> yeah, that's definitely what it is. Okay. Um, step, step first. Ask questions later. We got this. Yep. I mean, then we're freeing poor forest game or mushrooms that, that are then ours. And then yeah. Eat, right. Okay. Perfect. Just yeah. The worst sure. that happens is somebody eats tonight. <laughs> we still okay. eat it if it's children, though, right? <laughs> Just. <yeah>. <laughs> 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 like I said, no, somebody eats. Somebody's <laughs> somebody's eaten. That is right, that is I the think, truth. Yeah, I think um, we're a, I think we're a good aligned party. My bad. I'll, I'll <laughs> back another they mindset. Might, okay. They they For might now. be evil children. Uh, That's true. <laughs> Nothing more evil than a child. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that is occasionally like true. Um, all right. So uh, as you all begin to uh, ready yourselves for battle. Uh, one of these little guys, actually, he um, he picks up two um, buckets in his hands and starts to swirl them around. Uh, and he is going to uh, huck the first one at um, at Bucky, as a matter of fact. So he throws one of these at you from about. Um, 15 feet away from you. He kind of rushes up a little bit and, and hurls one of them at you. Uh, that'll be a uh, 13? 13 does not hit. I know Bucket okay. Foo. 
<laughs> you, yeah, you uh, bash it out of the way. Um, he will toss another one at you, however, and that's definitely going to hit. Um, for a 25. That hits. If you tell me that misses, I'm going to reach yeah. through the screen and, and slap you. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that uh, hits you pretty good. Square in the face for, uh, let's see, that would be... Eleven points of bludgeoning damage. I'm gonna and, use my uncanny yep. dodge to to half that at least. Okay. Uh, yeah. So as this this bucket uh, hits you, um, a bunch of uh, milk actually splashes up out of the bucket and over you. And I need you to make a dexterity saving throw um, as it kind of splashes at your feet and could potentially trip you up a little bit. Nineteen. Okay, you are not knocked prone by this. Awesome. Uh, and uh, Bucky, it is your turn. Um. So, is there anywhere for me to hide? You said we're in an alley. Are there crates mm-hmm. or something I could maybe duck behind? Yeah, there are definitely some some crates and some like piles or, or of uh, like bags of garbage and and the like rubbish, if you will. Uh, okay. in this alley right here. Um, well, you know what? I have... I think... So we all rushed into this alley, right? Mm-hmm. I think I'm just for now gonna back up past my slightly stronger allies so I'm not okay. in the forefront. Because uh, I, I have the agility, but I do not have the constitution to keep eating buckets. Um, mm-hmm. But I am going to back up, and I'm gonna take a shot actually with my hand crossbow at one of the guys near the sacks of wriggling okay. things. So, yeah, there's the guy that's got, um, that's kind of initially was standing guard with, like, pots and pans as kind of armor. Okay. Um, and then there is the one that threw the buckets is a little bit closer to you. And then kind of on the back, uh, on the other side of the bags that were tying them up. Yeah. Um, there are two of these other guys that uh, one of them's just kind of wearing like a, like a wool uh, vest. The other one, however, is uh, the the wool looks like like sheep's hide. Like it's like okay. it looks like it's been pulled almost straight off of a, of a sheep. Then I'm gonna go for the weaker looking one, not in okay. sheep's hide armor. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna take a shot at him. Yeah, go for it going to be with my hand crossbow buttons buttons are hard actions and but uh 16 16 will hit awesome strike him with your hand crossbow well because i am uh so my archetype is assassin i technically get to add sneak attack damage to anyone i hit before they've acted in the round okay so i'm just gonna i'm gonna give you the total number instead of that like obnoxious thing (laughs) i appreciate yeah Yeah. giving me the the total damage that you get uh so that is going to be total of 19 damage to this guy Thanks. All right. Uh, uh, a very solid hit as you um, you shoot him with your hand crossbow. It gets him right in the in the gut, uh, and he sort of falls back a little bit away from the 
bag that he was just tying up. Awesome. Then I'm going to take a cunning action to hide. Okay. Yeah, make a stealth check for me. Oh. Uh, 16. 16? Okay. Yep. Um, yeah, so you, you jump behind some of the crates there and crouch down um, and you know do a pretty decent job at uh, staying out of sight. Um, up next, uh, one of the guys that was tying off uh, a bag, he, the one wearing the uh, the sheep's coat, will uh, he'll actually um, reach down and pick up a uh, a big shepherd uh, hook, and he'll run forward to uh, Zonald and try and take some strikes at you with that. Um, he's actually, what he's going to do, is he's going to take one big, like, sweeping hook and uh, try and knock you down with that as well. So, uh, that's going to be a 16, Zonald. 19 armor class. Uh, okay, yeah, he... Uh, Hits you with his his shepherd's hook um, or swings at you, but you are able to uh, jump out of the way of his uh, his sweeping strike there. Sweet, uh, Everett. All right. Um, let's see here. I am going to cast frostbite on. You said there were three of them, right? There are four of them. Four of them. Okay. Uh, on one of the two. Uh, that haven't attacked yet. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. um, so that would so. be the so the the one guy that um, Bucky shot has not acted yet, and then uh, the guy with the uh, kind of patchwork pots and pan armor has not acted yet. Let's do it on the guy that. Uh, let's do it on Bucky's first victim. Okay. Yeah, go for it. Uh, right, so so Everett the transgressor, then uh, uh, right begins to wave his arms around. He says a couple of magic words, and uh, points his finger over at that offender over there. Mm -hmm. And he must make a Constitution saving throw. And it has to be the thirteen. Throw thirteen. Okay. Ooh, yeah, that's uh, just barely gonna fail with a twelve. Okay, he's gonna take one d6 cold damage, which okay. Which I rolled a one, so don't don't worry about too much. <laughs> but as a side effect, he has disadvantage on the next weapon attack roll. It, it makes before the end of its next turn. Okay, so he's he's kind of covered in a little bit of uh, like a thin sheet of ice. It sounds like so he's gonna have some trouble trying to do something. All right, and then uh, Rin. So yeah, are are these creatures familiar to us? Are they locals? Do we know them um, to be passing through? Make a history check. Sure thing, Isn't coming right Jeff? up. Jeff, I see Jeff at the grocery store every Friday. <laughs> we just jumped <laughs> a couple surly guys in an alley. We are the bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that history check is coming up at twelve. Twelve. Um, yeah, they don't look familiar to you at all. Um, something about them, like, almost seems familiar, um, but they're not anyone that you've ever seen before. Okay. Um, and there's two wiggling bags, correct? Correct. Okay, I'm going to shout at the two... you hear some kind of muffled, 
coming from inside of the bags as well. Right. So, so Ren acting from that paternal or that uh, uh, maternal instinct, she's gonna shout at the two closest to the bags, let go of the sacks, and slowly step away. Okay. Make an intimidation check for me. Can I aid that in any way? Can I? I know I'm in hiding, but would I be able to like? At a, or more bolts will follow after I tag the guy like that. Uh, I mean, you can you can shout that out since you already took your action. You can't like assist with uh, this, but um... well, then I'd like to just blatantly give away my hiding spot while trying to back <laughs> up. <laughs> we got yeah. a sixteen on the dice. Sixteen. Okay. 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 Um, yeah. So the one that's that's taken a bolt to the the gut. Uh, and is a little frostbitten currently. Um, he definitely is like shaken in his boots um, and ready to turn tail and run. Uh, the other seems pretty resolute though. Um, and he will actually uh, shout to the others. Um, he'll say, uh, Mother will kill us if we come home empty handed. Grab the children. And, uh, Zonald, it is your turn. Terrific. Um, can I use a sense to um, identify uh, alignment? Uh, sure. Sorry, what, what, what are I'm, you I'm, using? I'm, like, on yeah. sense or? Uh, perception. Um, make an insight check for me. Insight, that would work. That with that roll, um, nine. Uh, yeah, there's there's a lot going on right now. It's uh, it's difficult to kind of get your bearings and get a read on on these guys here. All right, fair enough. Um, um, I'm going to run up to the closest. Okay. Yeah. The so group. there's uh, the one that stepped up to hurl the buckets is probably the the closest one to you. Okay. Uh, bucket brigade will receive the wrath. I hope of my hammer. I'm sorry, my okay. uh, battle axe. Okay. So, in the face. Not a cold shot, but here we go. Yeah. 17 is the number. Yeah, 17 will hit. Great. Let me let me sound that out for us all. Tempest, Lord of Battles, guide my hand. All right, that is eight damage. So good. Eight damage. All right. Eight. Yeah, you get a, a pretty good wallop on this little guy with your your big axe there. Awesome. Um, is that the end of your turn? I want to do a bonus action and smack him again. Okay, go for it. He's, he's got my ire. Ooh, that's definitely yeah. going to hit. So here we go. Too late to repent. <laughs> <laughs> Only awesome. three damage on that one, but ah, uh, there we go. All right, so one of three bonus actions has, or bonus attacks has been used. All right, great. Uh, yeah, so you step up and smack, smack on uh, the guy tossing some uh, some buckets around, um, and uh, the uh, the one who was a little bit shaken. 
Um, he is going to actually uh, step back. Um, as he does so, uh, he's going to pull um, some spoons out of his belt and uh, start f- flinging them uh, at you. So uh, that will actually go to... <laughs> yeah, the, the spoons indeed. Uh, so... Let's see, he is going to uh, fling one at uh, Ren, who tried to intimidate him. This is at disadvantage. Uh, probably not going to hit with an AC 13. Nope. Okay, yeah, miss. Yeah, that's going to miss. So he flings a spoon and it <laughs> flies over your head. Um, he will send another one, still at disadvantage because he's kind of scared. Um, at Zonald's. Uh, also not going to hit with an 8. Um, and he is going to turn tail and run away. Uh, he, he gets about 25 feet from where he was before, away from the bag. Uh, leaving that one unattended. Um, up next is the, uh, the guy with the patchwork armor made out of pots and pans. Um, so he is going to step up to, uh, to Zonald, being the one who's kind of... Uh, actually, he'll, he'll probably get in between uh, Zonald and Ren, um, so he can kind of reach you both. He, uh, and will, he will try and whack at you both with his, uh, his frying pan. Um, so first to Ren. Uh, yeah, with an 11. Uh, then to Zonald with a, uh, let's see, that's a 22. So that would be a hit. Oh, no. Yeah. And I forgot to grab the right kind of dice, apparently. So one second. I think it's a four. Maybe just a quarter. It only has a one and a two, and that's it. <laughs> the coin. So that's six. Um, that'll actually do. Um, ten damage to you as he whacks you with his frying pan. Uh, he actually gets a third attack, so we'll swing again at Rin. Um, but, yeah, miss again. Just big whiff with the frying pan at Rin. Excellent. Just Fantastic. Yeah, it's so hard, though. Holy moly. <laughs> yeah, what, a, what a frying pan. Oh, God. Yeah. It's got to be cast iron. And, uh, cast iron, I know, right? Yeah, it, it, it is, in fact, an, an iron pan. Um, and, Angelus, it is your go. All right. Uh, Angelus, uh, is this, uh, the, is the pots and pan guy, like, within, uh, like, melee distance? Like, can I close a distance? Uh, yeah, you can You can get, get to him, certainly. Yeah, he's probably about 15 to 20 feet away from you right now. Cool. Uh, so, uh, Angelus will... Uh, draw his uh, his uh, great axe and say, "All right, Scarlet, it's time to draw blood again, but we should savor it. We may not see color for quite some time." And uh, make two attacks. One is a natural twenty, 
And the other one is a 14. I don't know if the 14 hits. Uh, 14 will miss. All right. It's okay. But you do crit on them, so. Shoot. Awesome. All right. So that's 17 plus 8. No, I'm sorry. It's plus 4. So 21 points of damage. Oof. Big hit. Very nice. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, you step up to that guy and uh, bash him real good with uh, with your axe once. Um, you hit him so hard that you kind of knock him back, so on the return swing, he's able to just barely duck out of the way of that. Alright, and then um, that should be the end of my turn. Okay, great. Um, as you swing at him, uh, his buddy with the milk buckets is gonna uh, kind of duck around uh, Zonald, who is in his face, and pick up one of his buckets off of the ground. Um, as he does so, you see it it kind of magically fills up with, with milk again, and he swings it over his head and hurls it, or, or uh, bashes uh, Zonald with that. Uh, and that'll be a 17 on the first one, which will miss, and he will... With a natural one, throw as he swings around for a second hit. Uh, it, he accidentally lets go of the handle, and it just sort of flies off down the alleyway and crashes through somebody's window. Um, oh yeah! And he That's has lost awesome. that bucket. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. Uh, and he looks very surprised that he's uh, just done that. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Bucky. All right. Um, so I'm tempted to take another pot shot at the guy I hit before. However, after those heavy hits from uh, Zonald, how hard, how rough is that guy looking? No, it was Angelus. Uh, sorry, which Angelus guy? laid out. And, yeah. Angelus, how, yeah, how um, bad is that guy looking? Yeah, so... Uh, that guy, he is uh, bloodied, actually, from that one critical hit. So he's he's looking pretty rough. Well, I am going to step out and take a shot at him. Uh, and since he's within okay. five feet, if I hit, I'd still get the sneak attack damage, too. So I'm going to yep. take a shot at him. Now, I said I already gave away my... Uh, uh, would I have an advantage on this? Because I yelled out something and gave it away. Um... It's like they know kind of where you are. Yeah. You were hidden pretty well. And, then, um, and that's okay. I'll say, yeah, you, you don't have advantage still from, from the hide. Well, that's still a 19 to hit. Okay, that still will hit him. Okay. For sure. I'm going to go ahead and do... Alright. This. Plus this. Puts me at... 14 damage to him and then I'm going to take a shot with my second. I carry my hand crossbows named Seasons okay. and the other one Greetings. <laughs> and I'm Love it. Take a shot with my second one. It's not a okay. disadvantage but I don't get to add any modifiers so it's just going to be flat. Yeah so you, uh, if you're shooting with like your offhand, you yeah. can... You roll your attack as normal. It's the damage doesn't add your um, ability modifier. Yeah, okay. your dex. That's fine. Well, there you go. That's still a 20 to hit. 
That'll hit him. All right, cool. Uh, so it's just a straight D6 then. Yeah. <sighs> For one, but that's still a hit. <laughs> and then uh, I'm going to move and hide somewhere else and keep my mouth shut this time. Okay, so if you're attacking with your offhand, that's your bonus action. You don't, right. you can't hide. You can kind of duck behind cover, but you can't uh, like. That's right. Actually, so take a bonus um, action. You're right. Well, then I am going to. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to dramatically hide, like duck pseudo cover, since I can't hide. But since I have the Krumpus outfit on, I am going to yell out at them. Krumpus is taking names for his list. Drop the sacks. Uh huh. And uh, as you you yell that out, the um, the one with the the shepherd's hook um, will uh, sweep around and point his hook at you, and he says, "These children have been very naughty. They are ours for the taking." Uh, and then he will whap. Um, who's next to him? He'll he'll whap Ren. We'll say with his hook. I think he was fighting Zonald, but he's probably close enough to get to uh, Ren as well. Um, and he will... Yeah, he's just gonna whack you twice there, Ren. Uh, and he's gonna crit on the first hit. Alright. All right. Oh no. Oh man. Gets you right in the face. That's 12... Um math is hard y'all uh he does 16 damage to you bashes you right in the face uh and since he got a really good hit on you he's gonna try for a hit on zonald who's right there as well um but this time gonna miss zonald for uh that's a 15 so one really good hit got a little bit overzealous uh attacking the uh the war cleric there uh and everett uh, Everett is, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's going to come around to Everett and he goes, how dare you attack, uh, the friends of Everett the transgressor. Sorry, sorry, trying not to monologue anymore. It's, it's, the days are behind me. Uh, I will cast <laughs> Frostbite and he's going to cast Frostbite once again over okay. at, uh, is there still one standing by the sacks of, of kids? Uh, they've all kind of stepped away from the sacks at this point. So one has run away, and the other three have kind of gotten in y'all's faces. Okay, I'm going to attack the one that's uh, attacking Rin. Okay. Yeah. The uh, one that just crit on him? Yes, yes. So, okay. uh, yeah, they have to make a constitution saving throw. Beach a 13. Saving throw. Ooh, it's uh, going to be a 10, so... All right, uh, let's see if my 1d6 rolls a little better than it did last time, and it did. That's a three, three damage, uh, and also taking advantage on the next weapon attack roll before the end of its next turn. Uh, sorry, it's it's taking three. advantage or disadvantage? Disadvantage. Disadvantage, so okay. takes three damage, Great. and then it also has disadvantage on its next attack roll. Got it. Uh, Rin. Yes, Ren, seeing that the uh, two wiggling sacks have been mostly uh, stepped away from, she's going to run up next to them 
take a wide stance, kind of holding her axe, one hand up by the uh, damage dealing end, the other one down at the very end of the handle to kind of make like a, uh, you know, like a little blocking implement. And she's going to take the dodge action and just kind of protect okay. these two sacks. Okay, I will let you modify this when I give you some information. So if you step over there to do that, you will take some opportunity attacks. So are you still wanting to... Yeah, um, if I can do the dodge. Okay. The, I mean, yeah, from a mechanical aspect, do the dodge yeah. first and then move. Okay. Yeah, for sure. So they'll be at disadvantage against you, so... Let's see... Um, sheep coat guy was just attacking you. Uh, yeah, he will swing and miss you for a nine. All right. And then the uh, the guy with the big frying pan will also take a swipe at you. Um, that one will hit for an eighteen. Okay. Uh, so he does six bludgeoning damage to you as you uh, step in front of the sex. Okay. Once I once I get over there after being hit, I'm gonna take a a, a deep breath and kind of exhale and use mm-hmm. my um, second wind as okay. a bonus action. Got it. You rejuvenate yourself a little bit there for after the fight, um, and then Zonald's. Okay, uh, <clears throat> since this is theater of the mind, and I don't see the battle map, I mm-hmm. do imagine Rin busting to my left to be in front of those sacks, taking some mm-hmm. opportunity damage. Yep. And I pivot in without a ta- uh, opportunity um, and kind of put myself in between Rin and the, at least one of the attackers. Um, yeah, for sure, because the, there's there's enough space for you to kind of step in between two of them, and then have Ren behind you now, and these two of these guys between you and the rest of your party, effectively. Terrific. Okay. I'm going to do that and attack the closest one. Okay. Is this one... Uh... Is this yeah. one that you said was bloodied, or is... Uh, uh, yeah, so the... So you probably, you have two of them that are kind of right next to you, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that is wearing the, the pots and pans uh, on his, his body and wielding the big frying pan. Uh, he is very badly hurt. And then um, next to him, as well, is the uh, the guy with the, uh, the milk... Got it. Uh, Who fumbled with the milk bucket. Got it. All right, we'll go for the guy with the pots and pans. How's that? Okay, yeah, go for it. All right, I will smack it down with a 19 AC. Oh, yeah, you get him good. All right, here we go. Shine in the light! Yes, (laughs) 10 10 points of damage on that one. Uh, Yeah, with that 10, you will knock him out, actually. Excellent. For Tempest. Perfect. Good. Good turn. Alright. Um, the guy who was throwing spoons is still running away. He got scared off. Go, Spoon Man, go. Um, the... Go tell mom. Let's see, that guy is Go tell your mom. Yeah. 
<laughs> like, I'm going to tell my mommy on you guys. <laughs> you won't like her. Um, up next, then, is Angelus. All right. Are there any combatants who are still uh, up and attacking? Yeah. So the one with the, the milk buckets, he has lost his buckets, uh, but he is still standing. And then there's also the guy with the sheep hook who's been swinging that around, who, who just crit on uh, Rin a moment ago. Uh, and then uh, did we take down the pots and pens guy? Yeah, he's on the ground unconscious. Okay. Um, so if I go over to the uh, the sheep hook guy, uh, I won't uh, incur opportunity attacks? Correct, yeah. I think you are you were far enough away from him that you can kind of swoop around and Excellent. Uh, so I'll, uh, well, Angelus will, will go over and just say, it's time for you to meet Scarlet. And you're going to feel pain just as you've inflicted on my party men- member and uh, go for another two uh, great axe attacks. Okay. And dang it. Uh, let's see, the highest roll I've got is a 14. Uh, 14 for she will miss. Okay, and then that is the end of my action. Okay, so you step up and sweep your axe around. Uh, the guy with the sheep uh, coat kind of uh, ducks and dodges out of the way. Um, as that is happening, uh, the one who had, who threw his milk buckets away, um, is going to actually uh, s- swoop down and pick up uh, his friend with the pots and pans and kind of throw him over his shoulder. And he is going to run away. And uh, I think that will give an opportunity attack to Zonald. Yeah, right there. I'll take it. I will take it uh, with my battle axe and looks like a miss. Yeah. No need to math dice that one. Yeah. Okay. Not a one. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes you just know it's a miss. Um, Bucky. So we got is... uh, one guy running away and he's about probably about 60 feet away from you sure. uh the the other who was throwing the milk buckets around uh is carrying his friend and he's actually running sort of the the direction that you all came down the alley but he's ducking around and not you know out of out of immediate reach of you but you could probably catch up to him if you wanted to close distance. so the one carrying his knocked out friend how bad a shape is he in um he's he's hurt a little bit He's not quite bloodied, but he's he's taken some good hits. Okay. Um, he also threw all of his uh, his weapons away, so <laughs> he's unarmed. Okay. Uh, but there's still the guy right here in front of us, right? Uh, yeah. The uh, the one with the, the sheep coat and the, the hook. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and just uh, I'm standing on kind of the peripheral and just kind of I'm gonna take a pot shot. He's engaged with two other people so i feel almost mm-hmm. bad about it but i just kind of because i'm not even behind cover i'm gonna i'm just gonna stand my ground and take two shots okay so do the first one since he's engaged well that's a 24 Ooh, yeah hit him hit him good okay he's gonna take that's ah, a heck of a roll. Uh, so that's 20 damage. Nice. Uh, and okay. since I'm just standing, since I really don't feel like I'm 
being threatened, I'm gonna go ahead and take the second shot. Okay. Uh, which is a 16. 16 will hit. Awesome. That's just gonna be... Hey, five more damage. Alright. Yeah, he, uh, with that first shot, you, uh, you get him solidly in the, uh, in the shoulder. Um, and he, it's a, a really good hit, and he's hurt pretty badly by it, starting to bleed out a little bit. Uh, the second one kind of glances off of his leg and opens up a, a gash there as well. Um, and he looks around and sees that uh, he's kind of getting left alone, um, and that the uh, the sacks are being protected by two of y'all. So he is going to take the disengage action. And uh, he is also going to run away. Oh. Um, and he'll get about... Yeah, he'll, he'll kind of catch up to where the other one carrying his friend is. Right at the edge of the, of the alley. Am I the only one with rage? Bucky's going to say, we got it. We got to keep one of them. Does anyone else have... Uh, Every it is your turn. I mean, that guy, if he just disengaged and then moved, he's only 30 feet away, right? Uh, yeah, he's about 25 feet away, actually. So, okay. um... I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna not dash, but I'm gonna take up most of my movement, and mm -hmm. then I want to attack him with every carry's a great axe. Plus one. Whoa. So he's Whoa. gonna hit him with Lots the flat side, with the flat side of it. To, to, okay. To, so non-fatal damage. Mm-hmm. The, is the idea here. Here we go. Let's see. That is... Uh, so that's, uh, that's a natural 20. Nice. Yeah, it's nice. You, you spunk him solidly on the head. <laughs> <laughs> that's the ultimate goal. Debunk. Do, I, do you want me to roll damage? or? Uh, <laughs> go for it. All right. Yeah. Teach him a lesson. Let's see here. Oh, okay, so, so he's taking 24 damage. Ooh, yeah, that Shit. is more than enough to uh, to knock him out, certainly. Non-lethally. Yeah, so Small you... Concussion. you Little concussion. Yeah, you bonk him with the flat side of your, your axe as he's running away, uh, and he goes down. Oh, man. Um, That's what you get for messing with Everett, the transgressor. Sorry, sorry, I'll stop, I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Ren? Yeah, Ren is, Ren is checking these bags. She's down on one knee, drops her axe, mm -hmm. starts untying the bags if they're tied, and trying mm -hmm. to rescue yeah. who's ever inside. Yeah, so as you, you open one of the bags up, it was bound at the top, so it takes you a second to kind of untie that knot um, and loosen the uh, the mouth of the bag. Um, but as it the bag sort of falls out, there are uh, two children um, a small boy and small girl who have uh, been um, kind of tied up, like hands hands and feet uh, bound, and um, they both have gags on their mouths as well. Yeah, I'll uh, get busy undoing that. If I need to pull out a dagger to help uh, cut those bindings, I'll do so. Bucky yeah, is going to whisper Yule Log, and his Krumpus outfit drops. It sort of blends into like a pink almost furry outfit with this mm -hmm. brightly garishly checkered vest 
and long floppy ears up top like a giant Easter bunny. And he's gonna like get down kinda low and approach mm-hmm. approach her with the kids. And uh just uh, like, really, you know, trying to be, hey, guys, it's okay, like uh whether it's persuasion or diplomacy, I wanna help comfort these kids that are well being okay. sacked is a, a tough spot for a kid, I <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Um, yeah, and, uh, at, at this point, um, the, uh, the, uh, the, the milk bucket guy has carried off his, his friend and the one hucking spoons has, uh, run down the other way of the alley as well. So combat is effectively over. Um, and, uh, yeah, make it a, a persuasion check for me there, Bucky, as you, you get up close and try and calm these, these children down. Hey, there you go. That's a seventeen. I uh, okay. I just hey, it's okay. We're here. You know, I I know this. It's a great season. I mean, I I've got my face. I haven't turned into a rabbit, but it's just. Mm-hmm. I guess actually, in this setting, is a super bizarre thing for me to be a giant bunny. <laughs> How young are these kids? I may have played the wrong um, card here. They're they're probably like somewhere between you know. Five and nine years old. Yeah, yeah. I think okay, the real question is how how high of a budget Easter Bunny are you? Are you low budget, <laughs> creepy hanging costume, or so high like, budget smile and big eyes costume? Better than strip mall Easter Bunny. Not okay. as good as mall that still has department stores in it. Bunny, if that makes sense. <laughs> right, strip mall okay. and abandoned mall. Got it. Right, like There's right between there. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, I just you know I'm. I'm just kind of there and hey, it's it's okay. She's mm-hmm. this is my very good friend. She's gonna help take care of you. Everything's gonna be okay. Wait, is there another sack there too? You there said, is another right? sack. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and as you're you're saying this, uh, they they seem a little frightened initially, but as you start like kind of assuring them, they are taking slower and slower breaths, and they seem your your words seem to be calming them down. Um, Zonald, you were going to do something? Yeah, like. I'll, I'll uh, open the second bag, let those children mm-hmm. out. Yep, there, uh, there's another bag, and there are two more children in here. A uh, set of twin boys, um, both probably around the same age as the others. Anyone damaged? Um, none of them look hurt at all. Okay. Internally damaged, but outwardly. Right. Yeah, Emotionally, sure. Certainly <laughs> traumatized, yes. Um, I'm going to try to soothe them by walking up and saying loudly, Do not worry, children! You've been freed by Everett the Transgressor and his friends! Ev, Ev, it's wrong audience. Nope. Nope. I, I feel like 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 through our hellish powers we have Whoa, freed you, no. children. The, the, You're the, safe the twins, now with us. The twins I, are definitely a little bit terrified of, of everything. I stand up real quick and like get in front of him. Like, <laughs> all right, it's okay. It's okay. All right, bunny man, you win this round for now. Uh, Angelus um, is uh, off in a corner somewhere just trying to ignore the children and writing a poem called My Rainbow is a Bloody Parabola. <laughs> Excellent. Um, it's going to be uh, Angelus. As you are uh, scribbling in your your uh, journal, there, uh, make a perception check for me. All right. 
Um, that's a 16. Okay. Uh, yeah, you would, uh, having stepped away from the, the crowd, you have a moment to uh, kind of write in, in your journal there. And you hear this first, being sort of away from the rest of them, but you hear the sounds of uh, sleigh bells um, over your head. And you look up, and there is a very large red sleigh gliding through the air, being pulled by eight reindeer. Um, it sort of circles around uh, and is coming down to the alley where you all are, are standing. And you can hear, and, and all of you hear this uh, now very clearly, uh, almost peeling through the air, a big jolly laugh. Oh, ho, 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 uh, as this sleigh and reindeer uh, alight on the uh, the road outside of the uh, the alleyway where you were all standing. They've and... brought in reinforcements, weapons at the ready. <laughs> hey there, listeners. Your host, Mike, here. Thank you so much for joining us on this holiday adventure to round out 2021. Uh, it's been an incredible year getting to collaborate with so many talented folks in the tabletop RPG community and couldn't think of a better way to close out the year than by playing some D&D together. Um, and of course, a huge thank you to our guests, Alex, Christian, Ish, Ryan, Zach, uh, all for coming back on the show to play in my uh, silly game here. Um, you can find links to all of their content in the show notes. I uh, just wanted to give a special shout out to uh, to Christian for providing many of the sound effects that you hear in this game. Uh, some were played live in the game from his app and others he sent over as we were in post-production. Um, you can stick around after the episode to hear a promo for his app, My Sound Delve. Uh, it's an incredible player-focused or player-facing uh, sound effect app uh, you can use for your tabletop RPGs. Um, we did also use some sound effects from freesound.org and music for this adventure was recorded by Ivan Dutch. Uh, you can find links to his music and ways to, ways to support him in the show notes as well. Um, and of course, a big, big thank you to my lovely spouse, Hannah Miller, for editing our nonsense together into something listenable. We hope that uh, you are enjoying your holidays, um, however you choose to celebrate. And if you don't celebrate anything, hope you're having a great end of the year. Also, if you enjoy what you're hearing today, it'd mean a lot to me if you gave us a rating or a review or whatever you can, wherever you get your, your, get your uh, podcasts. And of course, tell 19 of your closest friends. Thanks again for joining us today. And uh, now back to the show. Just go, go get, go get our new friend. Cause you know, I don't want to freak out in front of the kids. Go get our quote, new friend air quotes. And I point at the unconscious broad axed man <laughs> on the ground. Go get our new friend. Make sure All he's right. okay. Okay. Uh, and then I, Bucky starts looking real nervous and fidgeting. Mm. Uh, just cause like, this is big league. This okay. is minor leagues. And he just heard like, Oh, this like that's that's a big deal. So I'm gonna I'm gonna change. Uh, I whisper Yule log, and I go from uh, it's not a Santa outfit, but kind of like that elfish 
outfit, like the vest and the stockings with the shorts. Okay. Like even green and red later hosen just to really <laughs> complete the look. Excellent. Uh, yeah, and and just in time, as a uh, a right jolly old elf steps out of the sleigh, uh, tall and and plump with rosy red cheeks and a, a button nose, uh, and he he kind of looks down at uh, the unconscious figure and then up at all of you. Says, "Oh, oh I see. It looks like uh, someone has been very naughty. Thank you all for stepping in and." Uh, Helping rescue these children. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, yes, yeah, sir, yes, yeah, sir. Whew. Tugging, he's Bucky's tugging on his vest and just trying to stand up, way straighter than he is actually tall. <laughs> Excellent. Am I am I still on the nice list, even though I just hit this guy with the broadside of my axe? Um, I, I think uh, knocking him out rather than. Uh, Cutting him up with your axe might warrant you being on the nice list instead of the, the naughty list. It's you know what? Tell you what? It's it's under review, pending your actions for the rest of the evening. How about that, friend? Just saying, I, I have a lot on the 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 scales are tipped unfavorably. I've done a lot of evil. yes, Everett. I'm I'm very well aware, and I have been watching you closely. Um, yeah, crap. And and <laughs> all of you as well. Um, as I said, thank you for for stepping in. It seems that. Uh, your the uh, uh, the Yule lads have been quite quite naughty this year, indeed. The Yule lads, sir. Yes, that's just who you were, were just fighting. Well, some of them, anyway, certainly. <laughs> and uh, everybody, give me a either a religion or history check. I would say. I will go for religion. Okay. I have yep. scud on either, so I'll just roll. It's an intelligence roll if you're not one. proficient in either of those. So. I got a, a 19 religious nice. check. Okay. Nice. I got a yeah. 7 in the I don't have an idea check. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 17 <laughs> from Angelus okay. on religion. Okay. 13 religion. Same, 13. Okay. Um, yeah, so uh, Zonald and Ren, you guys have probably heard some stories of the Yule Lads. You don't really remember too, too much about them, other than that they are um, sort of mischievous, uh, elf-like creatures that tend to cause uh, mischief. Uh, they make they, they they tend to prank people um, around the time of uh, of the Yule Festival. Um, Angelus and uh, Everett, however, you guys know a little bit more than that. There are, in fact, 13 of the Yule Lads um, who probably over the last about two weeks or so have slowly been trickling into Mitten and causing mischief. You know, this is sort of a, an annual thing for them um, around the uh, the Yule times. Um, yeah. That's what you would know right right offhand with those those checks there. Oh yeah, these little bastards every year come on by. Mm 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 mm. Not this year, buddies. Mm -hmm. Not this year. Yes, yeah, certainly they uh, seem to have been causing much more mischief than they usually do. Ho ho ho. I'd I'd like to approach Santa and say one of them mentioned their mother 
during our altercation, mm. saying that if they turned up empty-handed, basically they'd have hell to pay. Do you do you know anything about that? Yes, their their mother, uh, Grilla, she is uh, quite a well, a vicious hag, if I do say so myself. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> the eggnog talking. <laughs> um, I, I, I assume then if they are, well, kidnapping these children, that is for for their mother. Every so often she does wake up and is quite hungry around this time of year. So, uh, I... And from what I have, have seen, uh, it appears that the the Yule lads are causing the same mischief around around the village of Mitten. Um, there are several more of these these lads. So, if if you all would uh, wouldn't mind assisting Absolutely. me a little further, like Bucky comes <laughs> in before he's finished, like hand out, just just sir, yes sir, we I yeah. we. Yeah, oh, you're shaking his hand, and he's like surprised to suddenly be shaking someone's hand, but seems to go with it once it happens. It's like, oh yes, ex- excellent. I would be very, very uh, glad if you were all to uh, to help, uh, assist me in in uh, searching out for more of these Yule lads and and putting an end to any other shenanigans or mischief they might be up to uh, this night. Um, do do be wary, however. I do believe that the Yule cat is on the prowl as well. Uh, she is quite vicious, so um, if uh, t- try to avoid avoid them if you can. Um, I will also take to the sky and try to uh, to uh, locate some of these uh, Yule lads as well. If I think if we uh, divide and conquer, so to speak, uh, we should be able to cover the whole village. Uh, before you do that, would you be so kind and willing to take these kids home? Oh, certainly, certainly, yes. I can, I can uh, give them a ride home. Absolutely. Excellent. And, and Santa, by the way, huge fan. You're my favorite villain. <laughs> the amount of manipulation you have over the Bucky. general populace is impressive. <laughs> no, no, Everett, you're wrong angle. That's right. it's, what he means he, is he that he controls the minds of children and adults he, all throughout. He influences behavior with yeah. positive reinforcement. Uh-huh. And, and then if gonna... they're behaving badly, he's then very he good work, my get... man. Oh, we're gonna we're working it's he's a he's a Christmas miracle in progress, Santa. We'll get there. Look, Santa, after this, you and me powwow. We gotta figure some stuff out. <laughs> he says, Yes, Everett, you I will be keeping a close eye on you. As I said, you are under <laughs> review for whether you were on the naughty or nice list uh, this evening. So crap. Alright. Um, <laughs> Uh, and he will uh, kind of scoop the children up in both of his arms, getting t- like two of them in, in each arm, essentially, and put them on the sleigh. He's like, yes, so come along, children. Let us get you get you home and uh, make sure you are safe for the evening. Um, and uh, if, the, if the rest of you wouldn't mind uh, searching throughout the, uh, the village to see if you can find any more of these Yule lads and put a stop to their, uh, their mischievous ways this evening. Of course, of course. I will see to it. So I I would like to uh I mean I don't want to cut him off obviously if he mm-hmm. has I won't I'm gonna watch no, him. He, Bucky watches yeah, he's, he's, the whole takeoff. Yeah, like he uh he gets in his sleigh uh and calls each of his reindeer by name 
uh, and they uh, they take off. What are the all their night. names, Mike? What are do all you, their names? I will do this if you really want me to, but um, <laughs> uh, and dash away all, and uh, they they take off into the night uh, as the snow starts to get a little bit heavier here. Um, I want to find that bucket because mm-hmm. you said that bucket immediately <laughs> filled back up with milk, mm. right? Yeah. Uh, it, it did. Want... It did when when the Yule lad grabbed it uh, and went to swing it. Yes. I. You said now he only had one of them, or he had the two. He of had them? two of them. One of them flew down the alleyway and through the uh, window, uh, and the other okay. is laying toppled over on the ground. I I want to check and see is there. If I pick this thing up, is it does it fill back up with milk? Uh, it does not. It appears to just oh. be a bucket in your hands. He's a milkmancer. We have to find these evil <laughs> lads. A lactomancer, the worst kind of mancer. Oh, lactomancer is the worst thing I've heard today. <laughs> is it pasteurized or unpasteurized? That's the amount of evil. It, it, it depends on, on the school, really. Yeah, That's yeah. Yeah, his, his wizarding domain. School of pasteurized milk. What, anyway. what we didn't realize was that it was soy. So oh, no. <laughs> Truly the most evil. Um, it's, it's milk He's that's lying phony. about being milk, so... Oh, that's skim milk. Dang. Ah. Yeah, skim milk. Yeah, skim milk. It's, there you go. It's water that's lying about being milk. Yes, thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, so you guys have been given a mission uh, by Santa Claus to seek out uh, the rest of the Yule Lads around the village. Um, and as you set off, we will pause. This audio battle brought to you by My Sound Elf, a tabletop RPG mobile app built for players and GMs. Download now in the app stores. Now this I can handle!